Radio. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. <laughs> again and welcome back to the cheers to comics podcast i'm your host brian wayne and this is episode 400 400 we made it am i gonna be doing anything special on the 400th episode no no not so much talking about some special books but they're all special right in their own little way well the 400th episode of the cheers to comics podcast will be a poll list priorities i'll be going over the books of the future the final order cutoffs for march 5th 2023 and uh yeah there's definitely some some good reasons to be tuning in this week and if you are tuning in live welcome uh if you're not well then uh, hopefully next week you you know enough to uh hit the little bell on the youtube channel there and you can see what we see here with the rest of us so um, and yeah, all you, uh, you live viewers, feel free to comment in and maybe we can get some conversation going on here. We'll see. I'm not very good at looking at the comic comments as I'm going though. I'm not going to lie, but, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into this. Huh? We got some good stuff this week. We're going to start out with, uh, Lunar. Um, yeah, so this is going to be DC and uh, a few other indie titles sprinkled in here. And we're going to come out the gate right off the bat with Action Comics number 1053. We do have a first appearance in here. First appearance of the Necro Hive. So, yeah. And naturally, we've got a few covers to choose from here. There's a 1 in 25, a 1 in 50, and uh, yeah, so on and so forth. Uh, I know DC spec hasn't really been great there's not really been a lot of great spec at all lately especially with you know what the mcu kind of taking a taking a dump for phase four that doesn't hurt spec or that doesn't help spec at all when the movies start not doing great then people stop caring you know so 
Yeah, but that doesn't mean the books are irrelevant. There's still a piece of fucking history, you know, comic book history, first appearances of these characters. It's not all about monetary value, but a little bit, a little bit. Um, that's why we're really tuning in here, right? Right? You can be honest with yourself. I won't judge you. Uh, continuing on, we've got Blue Beetle Graduation Day number five. That's a little six-part mini series here. Uh, da, 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 da. I know we're seeing stuff that we're gonna. I know you see me scrolling through stuff here, but I'm gonna uh, talk about that through Previews World. I'm gonna try to keep Lunar as much DC as possible, but there are a few stragglers that are only found on Lunar. Uh, continuing on, we've got Dark Knights of Steel number ten. Mm-hmm. This one's been on a little bit of a. It's been kind of slow to release lately, huh? Huh? But that's all right for someone that's kind of fallen behind, too. It's not always a bad thing. Sometimes the timing just works out proper. Um, well, I apologize for not turning off my phone. That's fucking rude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting ready to go live Facebook. Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck Um, Yeah, a few covers to choose from on Dark Knights of Steel number 10. We've got DC Wooby or Ruby. If you're into not spelling good, a little crossover there. Uh, it's number two. It's a seven-part miniseries crossover. We've got Detective number 1070. I do believe a new creative team has taken over. On. No, no, that's that's not true. We got Ram V's still there. Maybe it's upcoming. Upcoming, there's a new creative team. But yeah, Detective. We got a few covers to choose from there. Move my light a little bit so there's not so much of a glare. Swark so Buck Three. I've been doing some rearranging in the studio, and apparently I've still got some tweaks to make. Lots of free comic book day stuff to be ordered here. Um, Harley Quinn, number 28. we got a few covers to choose from. Jenny Frisson killing it. we got a Ryan Sook cover. Sweeney Boo on the A cover. Uh, damn. Damn, Daniel. Dan Mora on the 1 in 25. That's neat. I think that's going to do well. I do. Dan Mora mm -hmm, doing a Harley Quinn incentive. That's pretty rad. The one in 50 is pretty neat too, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's one in 25 Dan Mora good though. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Nice. I dig it. Uh, damn, lots of, lots of great covers on this one. We've got Icon versus Hardware number two. I think this is the second volume on that one now. We've got the Justice Society of America, number four. Totally missed one through three somehow. A few covers on that one. Lazarus Planet, Revenge of the Gods, number two. Anything can happen in these Lazarus books, right? Bringing in the gods and shit. You know, you don't know what new god might come up. But you never know. Is it on my spec list? Uh, in the most minor of ways, let's let's if if you want me to rank it, that's where I'll put it. It's like down here, not down here, but like right there. Uh, <laughs> sorry. See if you if you if you were a viewer, I don't want to say just a listener, but if you expanded it beyond just being a listener, then <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Uh, I know I'm definitely going to talk about that one when we get to previews world. doesn't seem like there's a lot of DC this week. Now we've got Punchline, the Gotham game, wrapping up with the sixth issue there. Punchline still seems to be pretty, pretty popular. Kind of like that, that C cover there. Simone DeMail, Simon DeMail. Until I meet them, I'm never going to know how to pronounce their name. Uh, we've got Sandman Universe Dead Boy Detectives number four. Loving the B cover from Alex Ekman Lawn. It's quite the name. Ekman Lawn. Uh, yeah, there's a 1 in 25 on that one. From Ahoy Comics, you can only get through Lunar. Uh, we have Second Coming, <laughs> Trinity, number one. And I like the uh, old school homage cover there. Kind of got like a... Well, fuck, what's the name of the goddamn horror magazines they did son of a bitch um like cr creepy Ugh, fuck is it like creepy oh i'm drawing a blank well you'll just have to see for yourself uh yeah no mark mark russell he's he's an absolute monster of a writer not of a person great person monster writer uh so yeah this is the third volume of second coming remember this is the one that was supposed to come out from dc and they were like nah dogs we're getting hate mail and Ahoy was like, hey, we'll have Mark Russell launch our entire company. And that's that's what's happened since. Ahoy is really because of Second Coming. So there you go. We've got Robin of the Tim Drake style, number seven, due to be ordered by Sunday the 5th. we got a few covers on that one. You don't often see Tim Drake without a shirt there on the one in 25. There you go. Uh, and here is my pick of the week. It's going to be the Unstoppable Doom Patrol number one. Now, in case you missed it, I had a pretty incredible conversation with Dennis Culver, the writer of this series, um, just on the last episode. Go back to 399 and listen to all of that. And I mean, you, <laughs> if that doesn't convince you to pre-order this book, then like I said, you're hopeless. You're absolutely hopeless. Uh, and I'm judging you. <laughs> no, this is this is exciting shit. There's a first appearance in here of Beast Girl. Crazy Jane takes on a new personality as the chief. Uh, everything about this. I mean, if you're a Doom Patrol fan, you're signing up for this. That's all there is to it. I don't know why you wouldn't sign up for this if you're a Doom Patrol fan. And if you don't know who the Doom Patrol is, then this might be a good time to jump on in and fall in love with some... C-list, uh, C-list badasses, man, and non-deservable C-listers. These guys should be running shit. I'm telling you, they should be right up there with the Titans. And I mean, technically, they have a fuck Titan on the team. I don't know if Cyborg's on the team right now. He's not on the in the cover there. But I mean, neither is Crazy Jane, and we know she's in the. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm fucking into it. Um incredibly excited for this book and you will see me picking up extra copies because i'm gonna make sure that i can get as many of these books into as many hands as possible as a retailer fuck yeah man fuck yeah uh and that looks like that's gonna do it for for lunar there all right 
Um, well, shit. It seems as though I don't have previews world pull up here, but never fear. All right, here we go. Let's jump on in and see what the fuck's going on over at Diamond. Huh? Let's see what's going on at Diamond. We've got, we're going to start with Vault. Book I'm very excited about. It's called The Nasty. That's a new number one. Uh, as a horror fan, I'm all about this. Dumb, uh, written by John Leese, art by George Combadias. Uh, got an Adam Cahoon cover there. So, calling all scary movie fans. Scotland, 1994. 18-year-old Thumper Connell still has an imaginary friend, the mass killer from his favorite slasher film. Thumper is obsessed with horror and always has been. He fills his time with scary VHS rentals and hanging out with his fellow fans, the Murder Club. But everything changes when his local video shop acquires one of the notorious films known as Video Nasties. Mm -hmm. Films so scary, they're the target of British Moral Decency League's crusade to ban and ban, not band, ban, and burn. Mm -hmm. But it's only a movie, right? It's all just imaginary, isn't it? A story about the perception of evil, the power of genre, the love of fandom, the need to create art. Oh, and crap your pants terror. Yeah, sign me the fuck up. You had me at crap your pants, but I guess that took a minute to get to. So um, <laughs> I'm fucking into it, man. This This has potential. It kind of feels like it's ready to already be a movie, you know? Just or even a series. Ah, so much potential on this one. Um, and there's a B cover as well. So there you go. I'm coming in hot with the indies right now from Vault. From Vault, we're gonna move on up to Scout. From Scout Comics, we got Woo! I wanted to say that louder, but I don't really trust the soundproofing in here right now on account of all the moving around the studio's been through lately. But uh, you know what? Fuck it. Codename Ric Flair, Magic 8-Ball number one. That's right, baby. We got a Ric Flair book coming out of Scout. Three covers on it. There's some incentives as well that aren't pictured here. But if I were to go back to Lunar, I think I see them in here. Is it? Is it? You know what? Oh, maybe not. It wasn't in here. Son of a bitch. There it is. Haha. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Look at it. Well, get it. Tell me that one in 100 is not going to fucking kill it. And then there's a one in 1,000 metal cover signed. I mean, I don't know anyone ordering a thousand copies of a Ric Flair book unless you've got to deal with, you know, like a local professional wrestling venue or something. But, um, hey, there will be a few out there and they're going to be hard to find. And Ric Flair fans are going to be all about it. So keep that in mind. Um, carrying on though, we have Grim Space. Uh, what is, is P one Nochio? What is this P one Nochio? That's a that's a thing. All right, let's read it. Uh, it's Frank Martin. You know, we know Frank. He's been on the podcast at least a couple of times. After malfunctioning repeatedly aboard his old ship, P one Nochio is most grateful. Oh, like Pinocchio, you fucking moron. Yeah, that's... Uh, 
these Grim Space books, man. Frank Martin, he's he's so goddamn clever. So P1 Nokio <laughs> was most grateful for being repaired and upgraded by a tinker named Pedo. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> See what I mean? He's so witty. He was so grateful that P1 Nokio dreamed of one day becoming a real boy to give Pedo <laughs> the son he always wanted. Unfortunately, the wide-eyed robot would soon learn that wishes made upon a star don't come true so easily. Come on, you want in on this. See, that's the thing. It's in the green, Grim Space uh, universe, but it's its own thing. You don't have to go read in the other two Grim Space volumes to, to appreciate this. Because, like I said, Frank Martin, he's a smart guy, huh? He's a smart guy. Uh, just one cover on that one to choose from. We've got Kitsune number two due to be ordered by Sunday the 5th. And then we've got Snow White Zombie Apocalypse number two due to be ordered. Due to be ordered. All right, let's move on up. Have we got anything from Oni this week? We do not have anything from Oni this week. Let's see if we have anything from Mad Cave, Mad Cave this week. Oh, we do. This is another one that I'm pretty... uh pretty excited about we've got don't spit in the wind number four uh if you're not familiar with stefano cardicelli the dude has chops i mean just look at the cover there the cover is what you're gonna see on the inside it's the same writer god damn god damn one man one man's trash is another man's living mm -hmm. since earth became inhospitable Humanity escaped ages ago to live in a space station floating above the atmosphere. Now Travis and his crew of garbage men are tasked with cleaning up mountains of toxic waste, working for a company called Atomic Bros, Inc. to create a clear world. Quotes. But when one of Travis's crew members goes missing near an old nuclear facility, Travis's job becomes a bit more complicated. Yeah, that sounds fun, man. A little four-part miniseries here. Not much of an investment, but I think... I don't know. I think it's a guarantee to get your money's worth out of it. I'm not saying it's going to be speculatable. <laughs> There's a word for that, ass. It's a $7 word. Um, no, no, not necessarily. I mean, it has that potential. But if you're just looking for a damn good read, I really do think that's the potential that this book is exuding... It's just a good fucking time, man. Ah, just a visual stimulation. A brain gasm. Um, <laughs> moving along. What's going on in the blaze this week? We've got Lovecraft. Unknown Kadoth. Number seven. Few covers to choose from on that one. Looks like about three. From the blaze, we go boom. And oh, let's see here. We've got Briar, number four, wrapping up. Uh, three on that one. We've got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, TMNT, chapter two, number four. Now, the I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I don't think it's much of a limb either. I think it's a pretty safe bet that this Gibson C cover here um, could have a little bit of a spark to it. With them coming in with like the, 
I don't want to say the Zords, but the dinosaurs are not, they're not all dinosaurs because saber-toothed tigers and woolly mammoths aren't dinosaurs, but prehistoric beings in which the Power Rangers are, you know, uh, their, their Zords are modeled after are in suits of their own. No, like Power Power Ranger suits of their own. So, I don't know. There could be something to that there. And they're on the cover. So, I don't know. I think they're, I think that might get an early pop. Maybe fizzle off for a little bit and eventually go off again. So, I, I, think, it's, I think it's one that you flip fast if it does pop. But make sure you hold on to a few copies as well. Because it also has long-term potential. Um, bunch of covers on this particular issue, though. Uh, the FOC reveal variants, badass. Gotta love the helmet variants. Dig them, dig them hard. Uh, once upon a time at the end of the world, number five, one, two, three covers on that one. And the third one is a uh, seven dollar foil cover with some badass Mike Allred art. Dig it. God damn, do I dig it. <clears throat> We've got Something is Killing the Children, number 30. And, uh, yeah. The Anandito cover. I'm pretty sharp there. Dig it. Uh, and that looks like that's going to wrap up Boom for this week's FOC. See if there's anything dynamite or shouting out about. Signs the usual suspects. Whole lot of titties. Whoa, she's preggers there. Look look at Vampirella with a little little belly. I got a little baby bump. Um yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that water's not covering up nipples like that's drawn there. That that water's beating right around them uh areolas. <laughs> but that's one way to get around censorship, I guess. Yep, usual dynamite stuff. Uh, from Dynamite, we're going to go to IDW. We've got Star Trek number six. One, two, three covers on that one. And then we've got Star Trek Defiant number two. One, two, three covers on that one. Now, this next one here might be something. It might be something. We've got a crossover. We've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, Sakio Jimbo. Where, when? I think it's supposed to be where and when, but. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so Stan Sakai. Oh, shit. Stan Sakai doing... Now, I'm going to raise the level from potential from here, like lower mid-level to mid-high. Mid you know, not, not, not high. Or not mid-high. Not mid, but mid-high. <laughs> Mid-mid-high. Yeah, no, this, that one's got a lot of potential there. Wraparound cover done by Stance Kai. I mean, I'm not a Usagi fan, so you know, I'm not really gonna have it's gonna be easy for me to want to flip this book. But looks like Eastman's getting a uh, why is this fucking site loading up like it's AOL dial up? I just checked the internet speed, it said it was super fucking fast. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah, no, look at the look at the Kevin Eastman there, Kevin Eastman drawing Usagi. And we've got Stan Sky drawn turtles. Oh, and we got a sketch variant. Dig it, man. Definite potential there. 
We've got Dark Horse Comics now. We've got Dragon Age Missing, number three. Cover yet to be revealed. We've got Hellboy In Love, number four. That's a little five-parter. We've got It's Only Teenage Wasteland, number four. And uh, Lady Baltimore, Dream of Echelos. Echelos. It's a little one-shot. There you go. That's all the Dark Horse this week. We're going to wrap up the indies now with Image Comics. Uh, from Image Comics, we've got Ambassadors, number one. This is a six-part miniseries done by Mark Miller and Frank Quietly. The most ambitious comic book of all time is finally here. Oh, really? Imagine you could give you could gift superpowers to six people. In a world of eight billion, who do you choose? Join six of the greatest artists in the industry for an enormous story about ordinary people from around the world explaining why it should be them. The first story features artwork by superstar Frank Quietly. All right. The most ambitious. Well, that's a bold statement there. But, hey, Mark Miller behind it. Superstar artist behind it. Uh, this has all of the potential people. We got one, two, three, four, five covers being shown here. I'm sure there's going to be some incentives. So, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Honestly, I wasn't really all about it until I read the description, and now I'm, I'm all about it. Hmm. We've got Bloodstained Teeth, number 10. A couple covers on that one. Image 30th Anniversary Anthology wrapping up with issue number 12. We've got another image, number one. Uh, yeah, and this seems to be an ongoing. So, Radiant Black meets Department of Truth should really all... That should be all I need to say. But, uh, holy shit, I'm reading all the names on this cover. Kurt Priest, Rockwell White, Alex Diotto, D. Kniff, Hassam, Ostaman, Elawa. All right. Lots of people on this one. Uh, acclaim, da, 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 radiant. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, Action-packed sci-fi mystery epic as journalist Donovan Price hunts down extraordinary gifted indigo children after the mysterious disappearance 15 years prior. So it really doesn't give much besides Radiant Black Meets Department of Truth. An extra-length first issue for just three ninety-nine. Yeah, no, that sounds a. Uh, I'm into it, man. I'm into it. You gotta love an ongoing, too. Especially in these days with indies. Everything gets to be a mini. Speaking of ongoings, Philadelphia on issue number 29, baby. Three covers on that one. I, I really dig the simplicity of the C cover. I dig it. We've got Local Man number two. Two covers on that one. We've got Lovesick number six. That's a seven-part series. Uh, four covers on Lovesick. <laughs> How about that D cover, huh? Let me just blow this up for the... Uh... Yeah. What is going on there? That's a lot of camel toe. Not going to lie. like that. That That is an enormous amount of camel toe. And she is just all about showing it. Mm-hmm. Lots going on there. Uh, Radiant Pink, number four. 
That's just a five-parter there. We've got Saga number 63. Oh, yeah. We've got Savage Dragon number 265. few covers on that one. And we're going to wrap up the NDFOC list this week with Stillwater number 18. All due to be ordered by the 5th. That's right. I know. Right here, if you're watching, it says the 6th. But Lunars is the 5th. Just do yourself a favor. Give you that one-day buffer. And get your orders all in on Sunday. Uh, now let's carry on to Marvel. Goddamn, it's an important to pre-order your books, people. I know I keep... I'm never going to stop going on about it, Especially, you know, when you get to the indies. If there's something out there that you want, you can't just count on it showing up on shelves, man. Especially with the economic climate we have now. Shops are scratching to stay alive. They're not going to be ordering a bunch of random books that... You know, people aren't pre-ordering already. Now, maybe if there's a bunch of pre-orders, they'll put a few extra copies on the thing, but you're probably going to have to be a part of those pre-orders. Just do yourself the favor. And it, it it's not just helping you and giving you the advantage. It's huge for the creators as well. Huge. So, and when, and go back, listen to the Dennis Culver episode, damn it. Validates everything I said. Uh, all right, from Marvel, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number 23. We got a few covers on that one. Uh, we've got a Mysterio Alex Ross Timeless variant, and we've got another Disney 100 variant. This one featuring uh, Bluto as Thanos rocking that Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. We've got Avengers War Across Time number four. One, two, three covers on that one. I've got Captain America, Sentinel Liberty, number 11. I'm very much digging the MODOK, Alex Ross, Timeless variant. There is no blank space on this one. It's so different than all, most, if not all, of the other Timeless variants because there is no negative blank space. It's all MODOK's face all up in that shit. And a little bit of crotch. A couple of knees. But, you know, MODOK. Uh, we've got Cosmic Ghost Rider number two due to be ordered, and you're, just do it. You're gonna want this one. Oh, shit. How about that fucking B cover? That's neat. Gotta love Groot. It's a sweet Stormbreakers variant. I dig it. You love a metal-ass Groot, right? I love a metal-ass Groot. We've got Ghost Rider number 13. Once again, Bjorn Barron's just destroying art in all of the best ways. Um, admittedly, I am an issue or two behind on Ghost Rider. I gotta know what's going on with all that greenness. What's happening with him? He's got a sword. Bro. Nice. Rod Reese on the B cover. Um, Walsh Unlucky on the C cover. <laughs> We've got I Am Iron Man number two. Fuck yeah, Iron Man fans. We've got... Immoral X-Men number one. One. No, no, that's the second printing. I'm about to say what? And then we've got number three due to be ordered this week. Couple covers on that one. We've got Joe Fix It number four. Uh, one, two covers on that one. Uh, Marvel's Voices Spider-Verse. I think this is a no-brainer. Even at a $10 price point, you never know, man. You never know what new Spidey characters are going to throw in there. It's not like we're hurting for any more. Let's kind of develop the ones we have already. But 
Yeah. And as I'm looking here, this Jimenez variant is probably going to be the one. Oh, okay. Blown up. That's not what I thought it was. It's still badass. Badass as fuck featuring Silk. But when it was all thumbnailed for some reason, I thought it was Gwenum. And you know those Gwenum covers. But this, this is still badass fucking Silk cover. Probably like a top three ever Silk cover. So fucking A, man. I dig that one. Oh, we've got Planet of the Apes. That's right. Back at Marvel. David F. Walker. Dave Watcher. Oh, yeah. There are going to be lots of covers on this one. Planet of the Apes, man. You know, you got to dig that. Uh, how many covers? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> They're getting a, <laughs> a wind shades, window shades variant as well. Nice. Six covers they're showing here. I'm sure there's going to be some incentives as well. We've got Rogue and Gambit, number two. Uh, one, two, three covers on that one. There's a Momoko variant, a fun little Vatine variant. Uh, Scarlet Witch, number four. Oh, yeah. I think the uh, this Timeless variant is probably going to be the Timeless variant everyone's going to be after this week, if not overall from this little batch. Um, it's featuring Magneto. And it's pretty spectacular. Uh, Spider-Gwen Shadow Clones number two. We do have a first appearance in this one. Take note, we've got a... Was it Sanguine? Is that what it is? Yeah, Sanguine. So she's, you know, like Sandman, but Gwen, you know? Uh, you know, just like the last one had Octagwen or whatever the fuck. A few covers on that one. Uh, Momoko getting one, Greg Land getting one. Dig that great Greg Land cover. That is actually pretty badass. But Sanguine is on the cover, or the A cover as well. Uh, we've got Spider-Man number seven. Now, I want you to pay attention as I talk about this one here. We've got four covers on this one. One, two, three, four. But the one we're going to highlight, we've got, I mean, we've got the Alex Ross, Dr. Octopus, you know, not in the skull fat, that's for sure. But this spoiler variant here, if you follow Dan Slott at all, follow his socials, he's been going on about this one. And he's not one to, you know, blast his own books. And he even says in his post, I'm not one to blast books. But if you're a speculator and a Spider-Man fan and you're into important shit, then you'd be a fool not to pre-order this book. And um, and he says specifically this spoiler cover. So what's on it? Obviously, I don't fucking know. But I will be going hard and heavy on this one. And I I think I think that you should too. I really do. Um, you know, it's not a lot of shops are going to be you know follow. They're not following. The, the, the socials and everything, you know, so they, they might not have the, uh, they might just see the, hmm, the blank variant there and think, fuck it, you know, spoiler variants have oftentimes not paid off. Oftentimes it doesn't, you know, but, uh, yeah, I think this uh, really is a no brainer here. I'm going to be ordering a bunch of the Ramos top secret Spider Man number seven variant. It is the, Spec book of the week. I M O. <sighs> Star Wars number 33. Now, as an action figure variant collector, 
I am actually really pumped on this one. It's been a while since I've been this excited about one of the Star Wars action figure variants, but come on, man. Jar Jar Binks? That's pretty fucking rad. <laughs> it's not Jar Jar Binks. Son of a bitch. It's Captain Tarpals. Well, now I'm not as excited. See what happens when I don't have my glasses on? Just too much of a glare when I do this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's still badass, though. It'll probably go on the wall until I can find a Jar Jar Binks one. <laughs> uh, we've got Star Wars Hidden Empire number five. That's wrapping up there. You never know what the Star Wars books always have potential there. Uh, we've got Venom number 18. And we've got an Alex Ross Timeless variant featuring Lizard. He's <laughs> looking... Uh, not like the lizard that we... And that's what, the, what I kind of like about Alex Ross, though. He doesn't take your normal designs. You know, he fucking puts his own spin on it there. That's pretty rad. And honestly, it's probably more realistic as to how lizard would look. Probably look more like a gecko than a crocodile, you know? That's badass. Uh, a bunch of covers. Oh, we've got Scotty Young variant. What's, what's he saying here? We're back? Is that what he's saying? He's saying we're back. Ooh, as Dylan Brock builds an army, his father in the original Venom, Eddie Brock, finds himself more alone than ever before, working through a change unlike he's ever been through ever before. A little redundant there. But the real question is, what will Eddie become once he's on the other side? Mm. Oh, are we getting some uh, resolution to the whole uh, King and Black shit going on here? I don't know. Uh, we've got Wolverine, number 32, and I will say, in my opinion, this is the greatest timeless variant of the week. I am a Magneto fan, but more than anything, well, not more than anything, but more than most, I'm a Rhino fan, and I love Alex Ross's spin on Rhino here. It's, it's fucking amazing. I love it. I love it so much. So Wolverine, going to wrap up this week's FOC list. There you have it, people. I know it wasn't a very long episode, and lately the pullist priorities really haven't been, because I'm not really going over next week's releases. But, um, yeah, I think this is more helpful than anything. Uh, it's more... I feel like when I was going over next, you know, the next week's releases, I was kind of giving you an out to not pre-order your books. You know, I was giving you like that extra buffer. I'm like, hey, maybe I can get a hold of my shop and secure one of their shelf copies before it hits the shelves. And yeah, no, I'm I'm all about doing you favors here, but more than anything, I'm about having you're getting books pre-ordered. So that's what the hell's happening here. That's why I've cut back um and limited these episodes. So it's not out of laziness, I promise. Um, yeah. Uh, remember, hit up shopcheerstocomics.com. It's currently being revamped, but um, there is still inventory on there. I'm just not adding new stuff right now while I'm moving over hosts and trying to figure out shit that I know nothing about. <laughs> it's fun. It's so fun. Oh my god, it's fun doing stuff like that. Um, but I'll get it figured out. In the meantime, there's still thousands of books in inventory at shopcheerstocomics.com. Make sure you use code podcast when you're checking out. Save yourself even more money on already 
very competitively priced books. And uh, speaking of competitors that aren't really competitors at all, uh, oh man, <laughs> 307nerdsforever.com. I don't have enough great things to say about 307nerdsforever.com. Whether you're looking for games, cards, comics, everything in the realm of nerd, hit up 307nerdsforever.com. Use code CHEERS when checking out. He hooks you up with a little discount, not a little discount, a significant discount, enough to definitely make a difference. Make even maybe, well, you know what? I saved all this money. Maybe I'll go put a couple more books in the cart. You know, uh, it's like that people hit up 307 nerdsforever.com and, uh, yeah, tell them, tell them cheers says hello by using that promo code cheers. Uh, and I think that's going to do it. I think that's what I have this week. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. I will talk to you the next time. There's things about comics to talk about. Cheers, fuckers. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.